Thank you for listening to the weekly messages of New Providence Primitive Baptist Church. To subscribe to our podcast, hear other messages, or learn more about us, please visit nppbc.com. Praise! If it wasn't for him, I wouldn't be where I am today. <laughs> you know, I remember, I remember that song in a new world. That young man right there was a saying, and they just old memories come up. I remember that old world that I used to live in. Yeah, it, it was just awful. You know, <laughs> and growing up, we had a hard life. Growing up, it, it just things. Uh, my daddy was a Baptist preacher. He preached in Wallen, Sevier County, and everything. Growing up. Mom and Dad got divorced back when I was real small, and, and Mom and the life that we lived, the man she was with, it was a rough life. Uh, uh, there's many times because I didn't know what love was until I got saved. I'm, I mean, don't get me wrong. I know, you know, I love my mother and my brother and, and family, but you don't really don't know what love is until you get right down to it and you just let Jesus take over. Now, I don't mean take partial over, take yeah, some over, right. let him take over. In 1 Corinthians here, this is where God has led me tonight with this, and, and I don't know how it's going to go, but it's going to go like God wants it to, and that's, and that's all I can do, and, and pray for his will to be done. I'm going to do something a little different tonight, because this is just how God showed me with it, but in 1 Corinthians the thought that God gave me, the thought that he gave me was, is God's foolishness is wiser than any man. Now, that's the thought that he gave me. Now, when he did, I just got scrumming through here and found this. I'm going to read verse 25, but then I'm going to backtrack it a little bit. I'm going to break it down. Because the foolishness of God is wiser than men. And the weakness of God is stronger than men. You may be seated there. I've got some more I'm going to read, but I'm going to break this down. And I got to thinking about that. God's foolishness is wiser than man. God chose the foolishness of preaching is what he chose. That's what he chose. And he said... And he said, how can, how can you hear if a preacher ain't sent? Well, God's always got a man. It don't matter where it is, where you at. He'll send a man. He's always got somebody. That's right. You know, he, he calls the ones, you know, I couldn't understand the way that I grew up and the way I carried on and stuff. I said, I don't understand why that you would call me to do something for you like right. this. Because I never thought that it would ever take place or happen. But then I got to thinking about old... Old Saul before he was Paul, and I and I just thought, you know, he he was killing God's people, yeah. is what he yeah. was doing. Is he was a slaughterer because when he'd go into these small countries back in, they said they knew why he was there. Yeah. They knew. Well, God's led me to, the, to this right here in verse seventeen. For Christ sent me not to baptize, but to preach the gospel, not with wisdom. Of words, least the cross of Christ should be made of none effect. The wisdom of this world, God, it says in James in chapter 3, verse 15, he said it, it's devilish. It's devilish. 
Because the wisdom of words, well, the last time the wisdom of words come into play was in the Garden of Eden and sin come about. You know, you get an old serpent up there and what he did, he said enticing words to Eve because God told him if you eat of the tree, you'll die. And I'm sure the old devil was there. He was standing or sat and crawled up on that tree. He was a serpent. He, he was there and he said, well, surely not or something like that. I'll make it enticing to her. Well, it'll be all right. Go ahead and do that. Well, see, that's how the Word of God is some days with some preachers. That's the way they are. They, they preach God's Word with enticing words. They won't just come right out and just preach it to you. They, they want to... What am I trying to say? Good speakers. They're very good speakers. And, and if there's no spirit in it, let me tell you something, it ain't of God. Yeah. Now yeah. we're about to get where, where, the, where the rubber hits the road here. And in verse 18, he said, For the preaching of the cross is to them that perish foolishly. Yeah. And that's the truth right. misunderstood. Right. It's, right. it's people, like you said earlier, uh, they've turned a deaf ear upon God's word. Well, well they're going to perish foolishness. Now, it's yeah. like Paul said. He said, brother, I'll have you not ignorant of the word of God. The only thing you got to do is pick it up and read it. Amen. If you're lost, you can pick it up and read it. And I guarantee you, there'll be something stirred up in you uh, just like it did me one night. Uh, like that song you were saying, oh, they come to fight. Hey, I didn't know what was going to happen that night, but it didn't matter because God knew exactly what it was because he's got the plan. Yeah. And this word right here, I want to finish this. This little part right here and the rest of that verse he says but unto us which are saved it is the power of God yeah. uh, well it ain't our power it's, it's God's power yeah. I'm not the one that got this message That's for right. you I'm not the one that picked it out and said well this is what I'm going to preach I've got to get out and I've got to pray about it and God give it yeah. to me he gives this to me and just like he does any other preacher that does it the right way you know I don't care who you are or what it is but there's a lot of preachers on TV this day uh, they're just just after they fill their back pocket up. They don't care about anybody getting saved. They don't care about that. They want the nice homes and the nice cars. Let me tell you, I'm not in it for the money. I didn't get saved for the money. What I'm in it for is God saved me from a place called hell. I did it because Jesus Christ went to Calvary and he died for my sins and he bled and God raised him on the third day. Now, it's like anybody else. Uh, uh, these people, this is the wisdom of the world. There's a lot of smart men in this world that's got billions of dollars that they've created things and they think they're going to take it with you. Well, let me tell you, you're not going to buy your way into heaven. You're not going to sneak up behind and get into heaven. You'll go just like I did, just by the altar and by the blood. If the blood ain't applied, you ain't going. And I don't care who you are or what you say or how much money you think you got. But there's men today that think that they're wiser than what God is. God's thoughts is way above man. Always have been and always will be. And that's just where that lies at. Let's go on down here. For it is written, I will destroy the wisdom of the wise and will bring nothing understanding of the prudent. Prudent means intelligent, a smart person. God's going to tear it down. He's going to let them know. I got to thinking one time. I got to thinking one time, you know, you got these newscasters, these news weathers. You know, they got these big screens that shows the weather coming, you know, what's coming. What's... I got to thinking about that. I said, I'm wondering what, what that old boy's going to do one day or one evening or one night. 
He's looking at that screen and he sees something he ain't never seen before. He sees, the, he sees that eastern sky roll back like the scrolls. That's what the Bible says. It's going to roll back like the scrolls and Jesus is going to come through. I've got to wonder, well, wonder what he's going to think. I guarantee you, he won't know who it is. Because there's a lot out here today that is just like this right here. They think they're above God. You're not above God. Don't matter how much money you got or how wise you think you are, you're not wiser than what God is. In verse 20, where is the wise? Where is the scribe? Where is the disputer of this world? Hath not God made foolishness the wisdom of this world? God made the foolishness of preaching to where people could hear it, to where people could be begotten by the Word. How I got saved was there was a man that preached to me and told me the truth. If you don't get saved, if the blood ain't applied, you're going to die and go to hell. And there's only one way to get it, and that's to come to Calvary. You've got to come right up here to this cross and get down and believe that Christ went to Calvary, died for your sins, and rose up on the third day. And there's no other way. You've got to come the same way that I did and the same way you did. I did. Amen. Plain and simple. Amen. There's no other way. And these men, these men out here that's created these phones and they think, oh, I'm just so smart. Let me tell you something. Death is going to knock on every door in this house and every door in this world. And I'll tell you right now, when he comes back, he ain't going to look at your bank account. He ain't going to look at your cars you're driving. He ain't going to look at the house that you're in. He's going to look and see, well, is that blood being applied? Uh, Did you accept Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior? And I guarantee you now, there's a lot of people, I guarantee you in that day, when they come before judgment, they're going to plead with him. Oh, I did this and I did that. And I believe that Jesus Christ is on the right hand of him. I believe it with all my heart, my mind, and my soul. I believe on judgment day, Tommy. I believe this. I believe that when God is judging those that are unjust and that is undone, I believe Christ is going to be on the right side. And he's going to be standing there crying. I offered myself to you and you denied me. Get a picture of that. Just get a picture of that. And that's the way it's going to be for a lot of people that don't know Christ. Let's move on down. 21. For after that, the wisdom of God, the world by wisdom knew not God. This world, his own people rejected him. The Jews is still looking for the Messiah to come the first time. And he was done here and he done walk. He's coming back, but he ain't going on the cross. He said he's coming back to get his church. He ain't coming back to get this building. He's coming back to get the church. The one that the blood has been applied, they've been saved, and they believe in him. That's who he's coming to get. Let me finish this. It pleased God by the foolishness of preaching to save them that believe. I never would have believed nothing unless the man stood up behind the pulpit and told me what I was doing wrong. You know, there's a lot of people that get mad at the preacher all the time. They say, well, he shouldn't talk to me like that. He shouldn't be doing this like that. He shouldn't have said that. Well, let me tell you something. Now, you don't, don't get mad at the man. God sent the message. You better be listening to what you need to be listening and quit worrying about this pity stuff. What you need to be listening about, well, if it, if it convicts your heart, this is where you get it fixed, Dad. Right here. Yeah. Right here. Amen. It shouldn't be no shame to walk up and use this right here. Amen. This is the most 
The most valuable piece of furniture in this building is this altar. He said, I'll meet you at the mercy seat. And that's what the old timers called this. The mourner's bench. You can get down here and say, hey, Lord, save me. Lord, whatever. I got a problem. Help me. Bring it to him and leave it. But you know what some people do? They'll bring it right back here. And they'll lay her down and they'll pick it up before they ever get back to their seat. That's right. And that's where you mess up at. When he said, when I told you there, you got to give it all to him. Hey, don't mean pick it right back up and take it out the door with you. Yeah. Leave it right here and let him deal with it. Yeah. That's where Christians make a mistake. Had a man to tell me one time, well, I can't live a Christian life. I said, you can't live it because you ain't got it. Yeah. 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 I couldn't live it neither when I was growing up because I didn't have it. When I was 18 year old, I'll never forget my daddy looking at me. He pointed his finger at me. He said, you better straighten up. And I know what he's talking about. And I used to avoid him at times. I know what he's talking about. You better straighten up, boy. And that, and that was his words to me. Lord God, if I'd just listened in. <laughs> yeah. 22. For the Jews will require a sign and the Greeks seek after wisdom. 23, but we preach Christ crucified unto the Jews a stumbling block and unto the Greeks foolishness. But unto them which are called, both Jews and Greeks, Christ the power of God and the wisdom of God. In verse 25, I'm going to read it again. Because the foolishness of God is wiser than man and the weakness of God is stronger than man. I believe God's only weakness that God had was love of man because he knew in time that man would fail him. But I believe when God created man, he was just wanting a friend is all he was wanting. He was just wanting a friend. He just wants somebody. You know, he'd give his only son up for us to where we, would, where we wouldn't die and go to a place called hell. And there's a lot of people that says, oh, well, we're going to have a party in hell. I tell you what, you just keep on thinking that the devil's got you blinded is what he's got. And you just keep on doing what the devil wants you to do because he's a pulling and tugging at you. You keep following him. You don't have to follow him. The only power Satan's got over you is what you let him have. And if you let him have it, then it's your own fault. You, You don't have to. You don't have to do nothing. See, where the old devil gets me at, he likes to get in my head and roll around in there. And that's where he'll get you too. If you ain't careful, I had to tell him today, things was getting kind of kind of stressed out at work this morning, so say. I got got in there and things just getting, I know what it was. I know what it was because I know where I was coming to tonight. And I know what I was going to be doing tonight for the Lord. And he don't like it. It don't matter who it is. He don't want anybody to hear the word of Jesus. He don't want any preacher to tell, hey, if you don't get saved, you're going to die and go to hell. The devil wants to take you right straight to hell with him. As long as you let him have the power over you, that's what's going to happen. And it's your own fault. Nobody can stop it but you. The only way you can stop it is walk right up here and give it to him. you got to lay it down. Yeah. Jesus said, "Don't." Jesus didn't say, "Lay it down and pick it back up." Lay it down and let him deal with it. Yeah. These things that goes, these things that's went on in my life, I've had to lay down that I couldn't deal with. But God chose the foolishness of preaching. That—that's what He chose. He said, "You got to be begotten by the Word. The power of God is in the preaching." He chose that. There's a lot of people don't like to hear that. Yeah. And it's the people that's not saved because us people that are saved, we know it's the power of God. Yeah. I couldn't stand up here and preach to you or anywhere else. Yeah. Couldn't do it. If it wasn't for him, I remember the first time I preached, the very first time, 
I got my calling on that Wednesday night, matter of fact, November 4, 2015. Jerry Little looked at me. He said, you're preaching next week, uh, next Wednesday night. The nerves kicked in then. That night before I went to preach, my first message was about the woman with the issue of blood. There's a lot of people that's got the issue of blood still yeah, to this yeah, day. But they don't believe the they don't believe yeah. this word right here. Yeah. The wisdom of this world is what they believe in because they because they can see it. That's right. Because they can feel it, they can touch yeah. it. Right. I had a boy one time, atheist, told me he said. I just don't believe in God. I can't see Him. I told him, I said, look around at the trees. I said, man didn't make that. I said, God spoke it into existence. Yeah. Yeah. He just don't believe. They don't want to hear, Tommy. They don't want to hear. They don't want to open their ears. They don't want to open their heart. Yeah. But what I but what happened to me was that night is I got under conviction. Yeah. That's right. And I pray for old time conviction because right. the old way is the right way. Amen. I've heard people say, well, a preacher ought to dress like this and a preacher ought to dress like that. The clothes don't make the preacher. God, it is. That's right. And that 18th verse right there, I, I love that 18th verse. He said, for the, preaching of the, uh, uh, for the preaching of the cross is to them that perish foolishness. Yep. But unto them which are saved, it is the power of God. Amen. Precious. Before I got saved, I went to a church in town. There was a man standing up pre- preaching, preaching hard. And I stood there, Tommy. I couldn't, I couldn't understand the word he said. Could not understand the word. Didn't get nothing out of it. My heart was, my heart was hardened. People's hearts are hardened this day and time. It's still hardened. You tell me Jesus is coming and it ain't long and they think it's a joke. They think, oh, well, it ain't going to happen. Oh, well. I, I heard one time that a woman said that this Bible right here ain't nothing but a fairy tale. She said, a man flying in the air. And I got to thinking, Lord God, what's wrong with this woman? She's lost. Yep. She's lost. Yep. Shouldn't get mad at her. Don't pray for her. Yep. Need to pray for these people that's lost. Pray for these Amen. people that's out doing things that they shouldn't be doing. But the power of God is in the preaching. He sends it. Sometimes it's rough, sometimes it's mild, then it gets real calm. Have you noticed that at times? Yeah. I know some of the hardest preachers they are. They need to get just as calm because the Spirit comes through and it gets calm and all down. God's foolishness is wiser than any man. If a man thinks he's smarter than God, he's fooling himself. Yeah. Yeah. The devil's got him fooled. And that's what I don't understand. You don't have to stay in the grips of the devil. You can, you can let it go. And there's only one way. That's like old legion. That's one of my favorite places to go back to. Old legion. When Jesus come walking across the sand, old legion come up and he said he kneeled down and started to worship me. The devil's known who he was. Jesus comes on the scene, old devil was. He starts to shake and quiver. He knows the power of God. Amen. I like that old legion after... Jesus cured him. He got all them devils out of him. Jesus got in the boat. Old Legion was right up in the boat with him. He wanted to go with him. He wanted to be near him. And that's what we got to do. We got to be near him. Yeah. Things get rough. Give it to him. But get yeah. near him. How you get near him? Right here. Get your nose in that right there. Amen. You want to talk to God? Right there it is. It's plain and simple. Right. It's real easy. There's 66 right. notes right there. There's 66 books. If there was no, if there was no sin 
whatsoever in this world. You know what would be in this Bible? About three chapters is all you would have. They'd talk about the creation of Adam and Eve, and that'd be about it. That's all that would be in this Bible. But it wasn't sin come into play because of enticing words. You know, there, there's preachers right now, boy, I'll tell you what, on, on television, they just burn my hide. They'll sit and tell you, oh, they'll send you some holy water. Let me tell you something. That water they got, they got out of the spigot right back out there is what they've done and they're trying to say Because they're trying to make a dollar off God is what they're doing. They don't care about anybody's soul. I care about one thing and maybe to help somebody. Somebody to get saved. Yeah. You go to a place called hell. I read about hell. Yeah. It's hot. I told them when I got saved, we, we've all got a hot seat in hell until you get saved and God erases that and puts it in the Lamb's book of life. Yeah. The wisdom of God's wisdom is stronger than any man. It's the, the foolishness of preaching is powerful. But you've got to believe it. You've got to have faith. Yeah. I could walk out here and talk to a total stranger that don't believe whatsoever. And he, he, his heart, not that old blood pumping heart, that spiritual heart, it's hardened. Yeah. It's hardened. When I hear a man preach, I can't wait to hear him preach. It don't matter where I go. Yeah. Right. Love to hear it because I know Amen. it's the power of God. Yeah. It's, he chose that. It's not something that Paul and them did. God chose it. Amen. See, the big preacher came before he hung on the cross and he told them to go out and preach the kingdom of heaven. Yeah. He'd give them power over devils, heal the sick, and everything else, just like he did. He'd give them that power to do that. Right. Noah, 120 years he preached. Preached them 120 years. A rain's coming. Rain or flood is what it was. A flood's coming. A flood's coming. Could you imagine him? I bet they, they're doing just like you right now. They make fun of preachers. They make fun of the Christian life and all that stuff. But what God do? Noah got that ark done. Noah didn't shut that door. God did. He closed that door. And I sat and often wondered. I said, if they could find that ark, Wonder how many fingernail scratches that you would find on, on that ark where they was begging and pleading. Just like it's going to be in judgment day, they're going to be begging and pleading. God said they were going to fall right off in hell by the bushes. Because they didn't accept Jesus Christ as their personal Lord and Savior. It's a personal thing. Amen. You know, me and you together, Tommy, it ain't between me and you and Jesus. It's between me and Him. Amen. If that was the case, we could get saved for everybody, but that ain't. Christ done done did that. We was down at Nod Road the other night having service, people coming up to the altar. And it was like I've read in the Bible many times, and I've read it, I don't know how many times I've read it, over and over and over, that he stretched forth his hand to Israel and everybody else. They were sinning, they was worshiping everything under the sun, and, and he still stretched forth his hand. And I said, it's real easy. I said, the only thing you got to do is reach up and grab his hand. Amen. Where you grabbing at? Right here. This is where you grab it at. Mm-hmm. Hey, the power of preaching, if you don't believe it, if there's no faith in it, you won't believe it. Right. It'll go up on deaf ears. But I'll tell you, it's like Tommy said earlier, Jesus is coming. Amen. You know, these people think, oh, well, I'm just going to go have a party and wait till he comes. 
You can go to the bars and get drunk. You can go home and say, well, I'll just go home and fall asleep not worry about it. It ain't going to stop. He's coming. He's coming. Amen. These preachers out here today, they told me they some of them that's just in it for the money. There's a lot of them it is. They don't care about nobody else. They don't care about a soul being saved. The Bible tells me God said he'd supply my need and he has He's did that. He's done that. And yep. he still did. Yep. So why do I need extra money? Why do I need all that? Because I'm not in it for the money. Yeah. I didn't go to church the first time. I, as a matter of fact, the first time I went uh, there, and all the night I got saved was to hear singing. I've always loved gospel singing. I said, yeah, I go. Singing's got sick at night. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Still, there's a man standing and preaching to me and burning my hide is what he was doing. The preaching was burning my hide because the power of God was in it. And I was listening and I got under conviction. Yeah. I got under conviction. Yeah. Yeah. I said on the second pew, <clears throat> felt like there was a softball in my throat. My hands was clammy and sweating. I was breathing so hard. I thought my heart was going to bust. Like, what in the world's going on here? Never felt that before. Yeah, right. Went to church with Daddy. Daddy brought me up to church. I never felt that before. I seen Daddy get in the spirit and run across the pews. Him six four, three hundred fifty pound man. Never seen nothing like this. Me being a kid, what's wrong with him? I didn't know. I didn't yeah, understand. Right. That's right. I was thirty eight years old when I got saved. And I was I wished I could. I wished I could look back when I was seventeen, eighteen years old. I wished. I wished I could, but I can't. But that's all right. I can't do nothing about you today. I'm going to go forward. I'm going to keep going forward. Going to keep preaching wherever that happens. Yeah. Maybe it helps somebody. Hope it will. But if you don't believe, if you don't have faith, preaching ain't preaching ain't faith. It's just a bunch of words. Yep. But you get saved and you get to believing that Christ went to Calvary and died for your sin. It'll make something come alive. You get saved, he puts something in there that comes alive. Because that, that he puts in, he's never been to heaven. He's going back. I'm going. Hey, when you say that Jesus comes back, that trumpet sound, if I'm done dead and gone, I told him, I said, there ain't a grave on this side of the world that's going to hold me in because he promised me that he would come back and get me. He said he is going away to prepare a place for me. And I believe that with all my heart. Amen. But the power of preaching, the foolishness of preaching is what God created. Yep. I heard men preach before back when I was a small kid. They're that crazy. To me, they look like it's actually, it got my attention. Well, God knows what it's going to take. God knows what it's going to take. And he chose that because he knows that would work. It saved many of people. But most of it you've got to believe. You've got to believe that Christ went to Calvary and died for your sins and God rose him on the third day Amen. and all people cannot believe him. Mm-hmm. The devil went so far as he went and paid the soldiers off to tell them that they come and die. Now see, that's how the devil works. Yeah. Yep. That's how the devil works. That's all I got, Tom. Amen. That's all I've got. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> 
Come get a song. I want to give an invitation tonight. Um, you never know if somebody's sitting here under conviction right now. Something get a hold of you. To the world, it's foolishness. Now, I, um, about, I don't know, it's 5 this afternoon. Radio was on in the kitchen. I happened to be in there, and I heard they were talking about, have, uh, have you ever shouted in church? Well, I got me. I turned it up. And uh, they were making light of it. And uh, they wasn't denying that they had shouted in church or cried in church. or so, But they never once explained why. And I thought, they missed the whole thing. They missed the whole point. Why even bring up the subject if you're not going to explain to the unbeliever why a person would even shout at all? You did a disservice to the gospel by bringing up the subject if you didn't mention why it was we would cry, shout, laugh, raise one hand, or raise both. The difference is the Holy Spirit. And that's the difference in the preaching. It'll remain foolishness to you until the Holy Spirit opens up your eyes. Then you will see. And you'll have to either accept or reject the truth of God's word, but you'll know that he has spoken. And that's the Holy Spirit. That's the difference. As we stand to sing tonight, if you're here and you're lost and you know it now, Maybe just tonight you realized that through the foolishness of preaching, you now know that you're lost. You're the one lost if you need him tonight. Would you come? We'll pray with you. Pray for you.